News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. We've been talking about it all morning, Mary Lou's comments uh, about Northern Ireland, that a united Ireland is now within touching distance. And Newton Emerson, political commentator in the North and columnist with the Irish Times and Sunday Times, joins us now. Newton, do you agree with Mary Lou? Uh, no, uh, I think the polls indicate that's very clearly not true. But I'm not surprised that she says this. So obviously, Sinn Féin has to say it. It's not really a story when they do. And she was asked about it directly and repeatedly by journalists from Britain yesterday. In this case, I think by Channel 4. She actually corrected another journalist from Sky News when uh, that, that, uh, that journalist said on our uh, United Ireland was inevitable, which uh, almost seems to be more of a story to me. So um, uh, this isn't, I mean, this is pretty much a non-issue. The the reaction is a bit surprising. I think that um, the real problem for unionists here is that journalists from Britain keep asking about United Ireland. uh, And uh, for Sinn Féin, is that journalists from Ireland know better, it seems. Newton, is unionism, though, in a state of of crisis? It seems to be quite divided. I mean, we've seen that the DUP are now going back in and, and Stormont will hopefully be up and running as soon as the weekend, perhaps. But but obviously there was a lot of protests outside, you know, sell-out DUP, that, that kind of rhetoric. What is being said on the ground? Uh, well, uh, this hopefully is the crisis over. The, the collapse of Stormont was the crisis. And what's being said about the protests that the DUP faced is how small they were. There were perhaps 20 people protesting outside the DUP meeting on Monday, and that was after a determined effort to organise a protest. Uh, and there were suspicions that there would be a DUP split or at least high, some high-profile defections or dissent after this agreement. But that doesn't appear to have happened at all. OK. So so you think unionism is, is holding up quite well under all of this. Is it, and I'm asking a genuine question, it's not an, an ambush, but is it a bitter pill to swallow for to have a, a, a nationalist, a Sinn Féin first minister? Um, I mean, obviously I don't, I think I can't imagine any unionist is delighted about it, just as I can't imagine any nationalist was ever delighted about having a, a unionist first minister. But it—I uh, mean, I, I don't think that it's—it's it's going to cause—it's going. To, I don't think it's going to cause any problems, and I don't believe that it was ever the reason that the DUP withdrew from uh, from Stormont. Now, whether it was a reason they didn't rush back is, I think, a more complicated question. The, 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 real, the real question, I think, to ask here is, would the DUP have gone back to Stormont sooner had it been the larger party? I think that's probably that's probably true. It probably would have done, but it's not the case that that's the reason it was true. It was true, after all, while the DUP was first minister. So uh, what, what I think the, the problem that lies ahead is, is, is what is that Sinn Féin minister going to do? Uh, there are indications that Michelle O'Neill is being careful not to not to make you know, gratuitous Republican statements. She she doesn't make as many appearances at uh, at IRA memorial events as, as she used to. Certainly, it, it, that, that's what it seems. So I think you know the, 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 it lies very much in how in how Michelle O'Neill performs this role. And one of the uh, the, the reactions to yesterday that, that that I'm noticing most is uh, is people are a bit uneasy about about Michelle O'Neill being elbowed aside, it seems, by Mary Lou MacDonald. Uh, obviously, Mary Lou MacDonald is fully entitled as party leader to appear at Stormont and, uh, and to take questions and so on. But it does seem that, uh, that she overshadows 
Are they viewed? Are they viewed differently by, by unionists? Yes, well, of course, um, Marilyn McDonald is from another country, so there is a question of, uh, you know, what, what is she, what is she doing here? Uh, it, uh, obviously, and obviously, also, of course, uh, that's a perspective that, in my experience, uh, people in the Republic simply don't grasp at all. But uh, no, the, the, the real issue is, is it, is it a, a sli- it's slightly disrespectful to, to, to Stormont as an institution uh, and and to Northern Ireland's politics for. Uh, Mary Lou MacDonald to overshadow Michelle O'Neill in the way she is seen to do. Now, obviously, of course, Sinn Féin is going to laugh at that suggestion. But the impression I got from the, from the interviews yesterday is certainly not there's anything wrong with what Mary Lou MacDonald said about United Ireland, but that there was simply too much of her and not enough of Michelle O'Neill. Okay. And that is a perception, I think, that Sinn Féin is going to have to address. OK, can I ask you a last question? Obviously, the devil is in the detail and we're going to hear what is contained within these changes, these proposed changes to to, to the uh, arrangements, the customs arrangements. And I know some changes are being brought in post-Brexit today. Anyway, um, do you foresee anything that could scupper this now going forward if there... If, if the checks and balances are still too weighty or, or if there were things that unionists would, would balk at, could could this still fall at the 11th hour, do you think? I think that it could. It's not definitely not in the bag yet, but a, a very careful presentation is being managed here. The deal contains that not enough for uh, far less than unionists wanted, but that, that expectation is being managed. It's less than unionists wanted, but I think a lot more than, uh, than pessimists expected. And the, the detail that has really surprised people is the EU uh, agreeing, or the European Commission agreeing to make legal changes to the Windsor framework. Really, now they're, they're pretty incidental legal changes. They're, they're more um, a practical effect than, than a legal okay. change. But that wasn't expected at all. In fact, a, a lot of uh, trade experts said it wasn't possible. It also seems to have uh, completely blindsided some of the uh, EU's usual media, uh, you know, media, uh, friends, really, there don't, don't appear to have been briefings or leaks on this. So that is a really uh, striking sign and a good sign going forward for managing the winter framework. Newton Emerson, political commentator in the North and columnist with the Irish Times and Sunday Times, thank you for joining us. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.